Melbourne Magazine, July to December. Your City of Melbourne Magazine. This audio magazine has been recorded by Vision Australia on behalf of the City of Melbourne in the interests of information accessibility. Your narrator is Jenny Seedsman. The recording lasts for approximately one hour and ten minutes overall. Here's what's inside. Lord Mayor's message. Bringing the heat of the Torres Strait to Melbourne. Make room marks major milestone. City flashback. Flash forward success. How does the City of Melbourne support international students? Get neighbourhood news straight to your inbox. Connect with us. A call to our heroines. Budget invests in Melbourne's momentum. Events calendar. Meet your neighbourhood partners. Community champions strive for city safety. Moving into Munro. Green living tips. New food relief support. Business as usual in Southbank. Say it with a sunflower. New recreation complex. Lady Huntingfield opens. Your council. Why going wild makes us feel good. Contact. Closing announcement. On the cover, curator Roberta Joy Rich and musician Rara Zulu outside Arts House in North Melbourne. Read their story in the article A Call to Our Heroines. Lord Mayor's Message from Sally Cap. Melbourne is building momentum towards a cleaner, greener future that is bursting with people and possibilities. Our record $837.6 million budget, 2022-23, invests confidently in this momentum by enhancing the Melbourne experience for our residents, traders and visitors. We'll deliver $33.9 million dollars almost $5 million more than last year, in lighting upgrades, pressure cleaning and graffiti removal to ensure our streets are safe and sparkling. We will also focus on our footpaths, roads and other city infrastructure, with $13.7 million towards essential repairs and maintenance. We've all experienced the importance of open green space over the past two years, so we've allocated $17.5 million to create new open spaces, $26.5 million to protect our parks, and a further $1.8 million for tree planting. We continue to enhance the places and spaces that make us one of the most livable cities in the world, with $254 million earmarked for exciting infrastructure projects. Our city-shaping Green Line project will allow you to wander from a match at the MCG all the way to Docklands along an inspiring new promenade bursting with environmental gains. Restoration works to the food hall and heritage sheds at Queen Victoria Market will transform your shopping experience at the largest open-air market in the Southern Hemisphere. Melbourne is Australia's events capital. We've invested $33.7 million to deliver our biggest year of festivals, activations 
and creative initiatives that will enliven our streets. After so much time spent appreciating our local areas during lockdowns, we are more committed than ever to celebrating and protecting their unique charms as the city grows and evolves. Our neighbourhood model captures the voices of our neighbourhoods and localises how we respond to the distinct ideas, priorities and needs of our communities. Thank you to everyone who has come to one of our local future Melbourne committee meetings, shared their thoughts as part of our new planning framework, and to our neighbourhood partners who facilitate this localised feedback loop. Together, we will deliver the priorities that matter most to our community and create confidence, certainty and consistency for our future. Signed by Sally Cap, Lord Mayor. The picture caption reads... Lord Mayor Sally Cap and Councillor Dr Olivia Ball with youngsters at the opening of the Lady Huntingfield Early Learning and Family Services Centre. The City of Melbourne respectfully acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we govern, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung and Bunurong Bunwurrung people of the Eastern Kulin, and pays respect to their elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge and honour the unbroken spiritual, cultural and political connection the Wurundjeri, Bunurong, Jajawarang, Tongarong and Wadawarang peoples of the Eastern Kulin have to this unique place for more than 2,000 generations. We are committed to our reconciliation journey because at its heart, reconciliation is about strengthening relationships between Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal peoples for the benefit of all Victorians. Bringing the heat of the Torres Strait to Melbourne Be transported to a beach bar in the Torres Strait as Big Esso beams the tropics into Fed Square. Every morning before school on her childhood island home, Norni Barrow would walk the reef in search of clams. Island life is so natural, after school, we'd go out to get fresh catch. We'd make our own snacks out of what we caught from the ocean, like periwinkles, Norni said. Now she's bringing the heat of the Torres Strait to Fed Square through Big Esso, a restaurant serving up mouth-watering Australian and Indigenous ingredients. Think saltbush and pepperberry fried crocodile, fish soup, kangaroo tail with island fried scones charred emu with cassava crisps, gin infused with peppermint gum. The flavours of the Torres Strait are like being on a summer's beach. When you're at Big Esso, you're always going to feel like you're in a beach bar hanging out with your mates, Norni said. We're bringing colour and sunshine to Fed Square, all the flavours of the islands. The picture captions read, Diners receive a warm welcome at Big Esso. And the menu Heroes Indigenous Ingredients. Winter Warmers, 24 hours in Melbourne. Morning. Grab flaky pastry and coffee from the Vic Market. Walk through glorious gardens. Find treasures in city laneways. Lunch. Go on a cheap eats food crawl. Step into the Picasso Century at the NGV. Afternoon. Check in at an indie hotel for the night. Find a rooftop bar. Evening. 
roam amid luminous trees at lightscape before dinner and a gig. After dark, take a moonlight kayak tour. Wander back to your hotel past neon street art. Visit a late-night dessert spot. Find more unmissable blockbusters and after-dark adventures at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au. Make Room marks major milestone. Our Make Room project is another step closer to providing people experiencing homelessness and sleeping rough a pathway into housing, with the signing of a lease agreement with Unison Housing. This project will make a difference for those who need it most and create a pathway for Melburnians to access social and affordable housing. The agreement will enable Unison to start design and construction work at 602 Little Burke Street, converting the council-owned property into safe and supported accommodation for some of Melbourne's most vulnerable residents. Make Room will deliver 50 studio apartments, communal living areas, housing and homelessness services, and other support for residents as they transition into social and affordable housing. Construction is expected to begin later this year, with accommodation and services to open in late 2023. In another boost for the project, Council has recently secured nearly $1 million in additional philanthropic funding with generous donations from the Helen McPherson Smith Trust, the William Buckland Foundation and the Lottie and Victor Smorgan Family Foundation. Council has now secured more than $13.7 million for the $20 million project, with funding commitments from the Victorian Government, the Ian Potter Foundation, Gandal Foundation and Lord Mayor's Charitable Foundation. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash make room. The picture caption reads, we're creating new, safe and supported accommodation. City Flashback The picture caption reads, Members of our engineering branch around 60 years ago. Take a peek into Melbourne's past with this photograph from the late 1950s or early 1960s. The snap shows team members of our City of Melbourne engineering branch at work. This photo is among more than 10,000 items in our city collection. Since the 1850s, we've accumulated an eclectic and important range of cultural material, alongside quirky items like a model banana and a bottle of 1980s spumante. Browse fascinating stories at citycollection.melbourne.vic.gov.au Flash forward success. Artworks are continuing to pop up across the city thanks to Flash Forward. The Creative Laneways program has created 170 jobs over 18 months for local artists, designers, music producers, lighting specialists, graphic designers, technicians and maintenance workers. Flash Forward has pumped nearly $9 million into the economy, transforming lesser-known laneways and helping to welcome people back into the city. Learn more at flash-fwd.com. The picture caption reads, Celeste Mountjoy with her artwork on Little Lonsdale Street.
How does the City of Melbourne support international students? Melbourne is one of the world's great student cities, and young people from across the globe flock here to enjoy exceptional education, career, and lifestyle opportunities. They love Melbourne, and the city loves them back. To discover our vibrant program of support and events, including conversation clubs, social outings, and employment skills workshops, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au/forward/slash/international-students. The picture caption reads: "International students Devendra Singh and Kimberly Michiko Clemencio." Get neighbourhood news straight to your inbox. Sign up to receive news about what's happening across the municipality direct to your inbox every month. To be first in the know, subscribe now at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au, or scan the QR code in the print original. Connect with us, Instagram.com/forward/slash/cityofmelbourne, Facebook.com. Forward slash City of Melbourne, LinkedIn dot com forward slash company forward slash City hyphen of hyphen Melbourne, Twitter dot com forward slash City of Melbourne. We'd love to hear your feedback about Melbourne Magazine. To share your thoughts with us, write to Melbourne Mag at melbourne dot vic dot gov dot au. A call to our heroines. Southern African creatives shine at Arts House. Discover generations of heroines who have defined, defied, or described Southern African culture through a dynamic creative program at Arts House in North Melbourne. And she was wearing trousers. A call to our heroines shines a light on the legacies of teachers, linguists, and queens. To reframe stories skewed by colonialism, and explore identity and experience across the Southern African diaspora, curated by Roberta Joy Rich and Naomi Velafi, the project has brought together multidisciplinary artists to collaborate on an exhibition, live music, window installations, and artist talks. We have worked with amazing national and international artists across varying creative disciplines, from playwriting, theatre, and spoken word, to graphic design, visual arts, performance, and film. Roberta said, "Beyond learning about women of our histories, by connecting with Southern African artists across the globe, the exhibition presents a suite of new commissions from sound, video, light, and typographic installations." The works on show at Arts House reflect on the legacy of significant women, venture deep into art and feminist archives, and demonstrate how collaborative practice can spark healing and connection. The creative team described the development process as an abundance of learning. It is extremely nourishing and refreshing to learn and deepen an understanding of black female figures who have led revolutions. Influence the sound of a generation or the policies and formation of future communities and societies, Roberta said. The power alone of the women we began focusing on for this project—Dorothy Masuka, Brenda Fassi, Queen Lozake, Princess Krutoa, 
Tenjiwe Lesabe, is so immense. It has unearthed important questions about ourselves, about how we frame ourselves and knowledges in the context of so-called Australia. Their work speaks back to colonial frameworks and leaves legacies for future generations like us to share. Looking to the future, the team aims to tour the exhibition internationally and continue to build on their own archive of challenging, contemporary, immersive artwork with creative peers. Growing up, our elders were on the African continent or leaving the continent to support future generations, but they were not necessarily in positions to be creative writers or producers or artists, Roberta said. We are beginning to have the privilege to dream and conjure creativity that can foster dialogues with peer multicultural communities we have not been able to before, which is exciting. As Southern African diaspora women, through creative projects, we aim to reach out to our peer communities and our peer diaspora Afro-communities to forge pathways and platforms for our voices. The ambition is to have creative ventures, conversations and iterations that are completely led by First Nations, African and communities of colour that are not framed by a colonial institution. And we hope exhibitions such as this can be part of that journey. Program Highlights Discover a free exhibition of new commissions from artists. The Australian premiere of Stembulem Cezanne's short film Isimo, and a collaborative textile work. Until the 6th of August, Monday to Saturday, from 11am to 4pm. Tune in online to enjoy an artist talk with multidisciplinary artist, black banana musician and vocalist Rara Zulu, filmmaker and photographer Jabu Nadia Newman, and actor and playwright Kirsty Marillier, with host Roberta Joy Rich. Saturday, the 16th of July, at 5.30pm. Registrations required. See a live performance by Rara Zulu, whose raw sound is influenced by soul, R&B and hip-hop. Saturday the 23rd of July at 7.30pm. Tickets from $10 to $35. Tune in online to enjoy an artist talk with visual artist, public speaker and performer Stembilem Cesane, and multidisciplinary storyteller and theatre maker Tariro Mavondo with host Naomi Velafi. Saturday the 23rd of July at 5.30pm. Registrations required. Head to the corner of Queensbury and Errol Streets to see artist and educator Nonsikelelo Mutiti's window installation, Memeza, inspired by a song of the same name by Brenda Fassi, sometimes known as Ma Burr until the 18th of September. For more information, visit artshouse.com.au. The picture caption reads, Co-curator Roberta Joy Rich with musician and vocalist Rara Zulu at Arts House. Budget invests in Melbourne's momentum. City-shaping infrastructure projects, a stellar events calendar, and making the city safer and cleaner are highlights of the City of Melbourne's budget 2022-23. Lord Mayor Sally Capp said the budget is an investment in making our city cleaner, greener and full of people again. 
The city of Melbourne is the engine room of the Victorian economy, so it's imperative that we continue to invest in its momentum, the Lord Mayor said. This budget is a record $837.6 million investment to build momentum, create confidence and deliver essential services for the city and the community. We're investing to grow our economy beyond pre-pandemic levels and create a fairer, better connected and even more extraordinary city. Fast Facts Total budget $837.6 million Deficit $11.7 million Events, activations and creative industry support $33.7 million Infrastructure $254 million Parks, gardens, open spaces $50 million City safety and cleaning $33.9 million Investing in City Shaping Infrastructure Our budget includes a record $254 million on infrastructure to build better community facilities, create jobs and supercharge the economy. We're investing $140 million in our landmark Green Line project over the next four years. Read more about this City Shaping project later in this article. In another milestone for the Queen Victoria Market Precinct renewal, we're spending $50 million on the planned next stage of the project. Works to restore the market's heritage sheds will be completed within the year, along with a revamped food hall. Construction will begin on upgrades to the Queen Street streetscape, Northern Shed and Trader Shed, making it easier for traders to do business. Investment in major community infrastructure projects includes $25 million for the Kensington Community Aquatic and Recreation Centre redevelopment. With construction already underway, the new facility will boast a 25-metre pool, gymnasium, multi-purpose courts, community spaces and accessible change rooms. More than $8.2 million will complete the fit-out of the Munro Library and Community Hub, with a project due for completion in 2023. We've also allocated $13.7 million to repair and maintain footpaths, roads and other city infrastructure. This includes another footpath blitz, as well as new street furniture, wayfinding signage and street lighting. The massive infrastructure pipeline will generate up to 1,000 jobs, providing a significant economic boost for businesses across the city. The picture caption reads, Infrastructure projects are creating jobs. Record year of events We're planning our biggest year of events, investing a record $33.7 million in festivals, activations and creative initiatives to entice visitors into the city, support local businesses and cement Melbourne as the events and cultural capital of the country. All the city's favourite events will return bigger and better than ever. Moomba, Christmas Festival, New Year's Eve with rooftop fireworks, Melbourne Fashion Week, Melbourne Knowledge Week and Melbourne Music Week. Firelight Festival will light up Docklands in July for a three-night celebration of the winter solstice, featuring a new immersive lighting display, 
fire installations, music, live performances, and food trucks. We're drawing again on our constructive partnership with the Victorian government to boost community festivals and initiatives through the $200 million Melbourne City Revitalization Fund. Keeping the city safe and clean. You told us the cleanliness of our streets and public parks and places was a top priority. So we're investing a record $33.9 million to improve safety, expand our rapid response clean team to scrub the city clean, eradicate graffiti and double our high-pressure cleaning efforts. That's almost $5 million more than last year to do this. To keep people safe and crack down on antisocial behaviour, $5.4 million will be invested into critical safety infrastructure and resources, including $2 million to improve city lighting in areas such as St Kilda Road and the Yarra River's North Bank. We'll also invest more than $33 million collecting waste across the municipality. The rollout of our popular food and organics waste collection service will continue, with a focus on high-rise apartments. More than 20,000 households can already access the service, which has diverted more than 2,500 tonnes of waste from landfill. The picture caption reads, Our clean team is expanding. Turning grey to green. Our budget includes a $50 million investment to create new open space, protect parks, charge ahead with Power Melbourne and cut emissions. We love our parks, gardens and open spaces. They play an important role in making Melbourne more livable, which is why we're investing $26.5 million to protect and maintain them. More than $17.5 million will go towards creating new open space. Plus, we'll spend $1.8 million planting 2,400 new trees. We'll plant climate-resilient tree species, ensuring Melbourne's green canopy can better survive drought and heat and continue to cool the city. We'll also improve stormwater harvesting across the municipality, collecting water from drains and roads to help irrigate and drought-proof the city's parks and gardens. We will continue to build on our commitment to combat climate change and move towards net-zero emissions with a $650,000 investment in our landmark Power Melbourne project, creating a neighbourhood-scale battery network to supply more affordable, renewable energy back into the grid. The picture caption reads, More climate-resilient trees will help cool the city. Rates keep our city running. Rates are necessary to keep our city running. Our teams work around the clock delivering essential services from waste and recycling collections to roadworks and street cleaning, public health and safety schemes. After two years of rates relief for residents and businesses, we will return to the normal rate cycle by implementing the Victorian government's 1.75% rates cap. This will ensure we can deliver all essential services that residents and traders rely on, as well as all major projects. We will help cost-of-living pressures for pensioners by providing a rates discount of up to $247, the most generous in Victoria. 
To provide ratepayers with a clearer picture of what they're paying, waste costs will be listed as a separate item on rates notices. This brings the City of Melbourne in line with most other Victorian councils. First choice for business. Our budget invests in making Melbourne the first choice for business by cutting red tape and attracting new investment and visitors to boost spending and restore confidence. We'll spend $730,000 to extend our business concierge service, providing recovery and specialised support, start-up advice and mentoring at no cost to more than 15,000 businesses. A $1 million commitment for Invest Melbourne will ramp up work to encourage new proposals, attract global headquarters and significant projects, and simplify start-up processes. More than $500,000 will support 1,500 hospitality venues and 1,000 creatives through the extension of outdoor dining and busking permit fee waivers until the 31st of October. Since 2020, the City of Melbourne has absorbed $2 million in permit fees to ease the burden. To find out more about what we're doing in your neighbourhood over the next 12 months, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash budget. The picture caption reads, We're cutting red tape for business. Massive Riverside Greening Project Underway Imagine strolling from the MCG to Docklands along a vibrant promenade of connected parklands, pedestrian bridges and boardwalks. We're investing $140 million over the next four years to transform the northern bank of the Birrarung, or Yarra River, into the four-kilometre green line. Rich with native plants, art, culture, food and entertainment, green line will improve biodiversity, better recognise the river's history, attract visitors and investment, and provide leafy spaces for recreation. In the next year, we'll spend $40 million on early works to transform the river's edge at Birrarung Ma, including the installation of floating wetlands. The boost follows the recent unveiling of our Green Line implementation plan and completion of the first stage of the project, including the opening of the new Enterprise Park. Enterprise Park includes an extra 1,000 square metres of green space, almost the size of one Olympic swimming pool, with better views and access along the river. The final plan for Green Line is the result of significant community consultation with local residents, traders and business associations, through which we received very positive feedback. Green Line is anticipated to deliver more than $1 billion in economic activity and create up to 1,000 jobs, and we were pleased the new Australian government pledged $20 million in the lead-up to the election to help bring this project to life. Discover more city projects at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash city projects. The picture caption reads, A greener North Bank will benefit people and wildlife. Events Calendar a few of our favourite things. Events dates and details may change. 
Check online for updates at whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au. The 1st to the 3rd of July. Firelight Festival. Feel the buzz as Docklands dazzles with fire installations, music, live performances and food trucks. The 10th of July to the 14th of August. 9 to 5, the musical. Set the alarm for a great night out at Dolly Parton's joyous smash hit production at Arts Centre, Melbourne. The 16th to the 17th of July. Bastille Day French Festival. Put on your beret and say bonjour to a vibrant celebration of all things French at Fed Square. The 24th of July. Run Melbourne. Race down beautiful city streets with thousands of fellow runners. The epic race day vibes begin at Grand Slam Oval. The 30th to the 31st of July. Open House, Melbourne. Explore the city's most historic and significant buildings, architecture and secret spaces. The 5th to the 28th of August. The Throwback Lounge. Winter 90s pop-up. Step into a nostalgic urban lounge at District Docklands. Think video hits, double denim and iconic 90s treats. Until the 7th of August, Lightscape. Wander among luminous vistas and large-scale glowing installations at Royal Botanic Gardens. The 7th of August to the 2nd of October. Hairspray. Say, good morning, Baltimore, to this big-hearted Broadway hit musical starring Shane Jacobson at the Regent Theatre. The 12th of August, Regeneration Youth Festival. Find the inspiration, motivation and tools to be the change you want to see in the world at the Immigration Museum. Until the 2nd of October, Hamilton. Change the way you think about history in this profound, award-winning production at Her Majesty's Theatre. The 2nd to the 9th of October, Victorian Seniors Festival. Enjoy events at Fed Square, Acme, the State Library and beyond during this month-long celebration of seniors. Until the 9th of October. The Picasso Century. Chart the extraordinary career of Pablo Picasso in this world premiere exhibition at the National Gallery of Victoria. The 10th to the 16th of October. Melbourne Fashion Week. Celebrate Melbourne's thriving fashion scene with runways in iconic venues, pop-up moments, industry talks and more across the city. The 14th to the 16th of October. Dog Lovers Show. Find your perfect match and fetch tips for a happy, healthy dog at Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. The 14th to the 23rd of October. Melbourne International Jazz Festival. Immerse yourself in music from local and international jazz greats at venues across the city. The 31st of October. International Dumpling Festival. Feast on dumplings from around the world like Shaolongbao, pierogi and gyoza at Queen Victoria Market. The 10th to the 27th of November. Night Noodle Markets. 
bring friends to see Birarang Ma transformed into a vibrant Asian street food festival with live entertainment. The 11th of November to the 4th of December. Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Sing along with pop and theatre classics as the acclaimed London Palladium production comes to the Regent Theatre. The 12th of November. Polish Festival. Experience Poland's famous hospitality, hearty food and romantic traditions at Fed Square. The 25th of November to the 25th of December. Christmas Festival. Bring the family to enjoy festive events and spectacular decorations, including the beloved tree at Christmas Square. Until the 27th of November. Islands. Activate sounds as you walk, crawl and roll across surreal desert islands while animated sea creatures swim by. For kids at Art Play. Until the 28th of November. Library Cinema. See contemporary, classic and documentary films on the big screen at Library at the Dock. The 3rd of December. Red Bull Billy Cart Race. Design and build an outrageous billy cart and compete against the clock on Lansdowne Street. Until the 18th of December. The District Makers Market. Enjoy entertainment, stalls and homemade produce at this Docklands Market on the last Sunday of every month. Plus, head down after dark on the 10th of December for a Christmas night market. The 31st of December to the 1st of January. New Year's Eve. Ring in 2023 with City Skyline Fireworks, family-friendly celebration zones, or a booking at your favourite city venue. For more information, visit whatson.melbourne.vic.gov.au. Until the 10th of December. Season 2 at Arts House. Dive into a trove of theatre, contemporary dance, visual art and digital in-betweens at Arts House. Coming up, a fusion of screen, sound and percussion in Scream Star. An exquisite Carnatic choir in The Durga Chronicles. Diverse dialogues in And She Was Wearing Trousers. A call to our heroines. Read more earlier in this magazine. Contemporary dance, inspired by a corroboree in Garabari. The first two presentations from our deaf and disability-led warehouse residency in More Than Words Can Say and I Am Not This Body. Explore the full programme at artshouse.com.au The picture caption reads, Scream Star is a feast for the senses. All year round. Library fun for everyone. Find stories to love at our pop-up libraries and new roving Melvan mobile library. We also have permanent state-of-the-art libraries located in the CBD, East Melbourne, Carlton, Docklands, North Melbourne and Southbank. For kids, we offer songbird sessions for babies and toddlers aged up to 18 months. Stompers sessions for toddlers aged 18 months to 3 years and preschool storytime sessions for children aged three to five. Held at various times and locations, the events use songs, rhymes 
and stories to engage your budding bookworm's mind and introduce them to the fun and rhythm of language. Drop by to find something for everyone or explore online resources galore at melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash libraries. The picture caption reads, Libraries are popping up across the city. Meet your neighbourhood partners. Say hello to your friendly neighbourhood partner and share ideas to make your community the best it can be. From historic Carlton to the glistening harbour at Docklands, each City of Melbourne neighbourhood needs different services and support based on its unique demographics, strengths and challenges. We're working to better understand and respond to community needs in a highly localised way through a new neighbourhood model. Led by seven passionate neighbourhood partners, the model aims to connect the dots between the City of Melbourne, residents and businesses to empower local people, build community capacity and guide city projects. The neighbourhood partners recently completed in-depth community consultation and analysed the data to draft key priorities for each suburb. This is revealing opportunities for us to explore new projects, adjust upcoming work to respond to community needs and better communicate our progress on existing work. Sharon Barkle, who lives in the CBD, shared feedback during the consultation. I wanted to contribute to the consultation sessions because it's important that Council hears directly from residents who are on the ground and living in the city about what matters to our community, Sharon said. It was easy to share feedback, and I was pleased that Council provided information in different languages. The initiative allowed positive and negative feedback and involved all residents in contributing to the city's future. Neighbourhood partners will continue to engage with the community year-round, recording feedback into a central knowledge bank that will inform City of Melbourne projects with rich insights into the future. To read a full-length interview with each neighbourhood partner, head to magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash community hyphen stories. Ash Lee, Southbank Southbank is a very interesting suburb with three distinct and high-density residential, commercial and arts areas. I look forward to helping make the neighbourhood even better and build a more connected community. I've met so many people from different countries in Southbank. We are in an active process of defining ourselves as Southbankers and we're in it together. Fadi Kunka, Docklands and Fisherman's Bend there's no other place in Victoria, or even in Australia, like Docklands and Fisherman's Bend. The aura of being around the water and being able to see the city right behind you, it's a magical feeling. I've learned so much working with different people, coming to understand what needs to be done in the background to help them in the future. Making other people happy makes me feel happy. Melanie Delmonico, Kensington there's a great vibe in Kensington, because even though you're in the heart of the city, it has a unique village feel, and a highly active and connected community. I love working closely with community, which allows us to respond quickly and create changes that have a positive impact on people's lives. 
above all, it's about helping to create more connected, vibrant and sustainable neighbourhoods. Michelle James, CBD The pandemic reminded residents, business owners and students that they have a community here. We want to encourage this neighbourhood connection and resilience into the future. The CBD is made up of distinct neighbourhoods with unique strengths, but there are also some basics that we need to get right across the city. People are keen to tackle these things together. Nasteha Nas Mohammed, Carlton and Parkville I really love working with Carlton and Parkville. Each of the neighbourhoods is very special and unique. The people I meet are so passionate and driven. They all bring so much knowledge and wisdom and ideas about how we can make things better. I'm excited to continue to connect and collaborate with our communities. Talia Gillari, North Melbourne and West Melbourne. West Melbourne is so intriguing. Every day I discover some fascinating story about its history. And in North Melbourne, I really like how people own their public green spaces. I'd love to shine a light on all these incredible neighbourhood assets for others to see. The characters, the stories, the landscapes, the spirit of this special spot. Ray Chin, East Melbourne and South Yarra. There is a wealth of talent, knowledge and passion within the East Melbourne and South Yarra communities. Both are very established neighbourhoods that take pride in their unique identities. I'm looking forward to working with the community members to connect the dots and bring people together to make great community-led projects come to life. New Neighbourhood Portals Keep in touch with the latest local news and share ideas for your suburb through our new interactive online portals. To find out more and contact your neighbourhood partner, visit participate.melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash participate hyphen neighbourhoods. Get neighbourhood news in your inbox. Sign up to receive news about what's happening across the municipality direct to your inbox every month. Subscribe at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash subscribe or scan the QR code in the print original. Community Champions Strive for City Safety Share your stories of times when you felt unsafe and learn how to support someone experiencing family violence or sexual harassment to help make the city safer for all. Exceptional people are working hard to deliver projects that prevent violence against women, shine a light on street harassment, and better equip businesses to protect patrons and staff across the municipality. We are right behind this important work and have funded some exciting new projects. It's Not a Compliment will deliver Your Stories Matter, a two-year project that empowers people to share stories of street harassment. Data gathered will inform our strategic planning to create safer streets for all. AIMS will provide Prevention of Violence Against Women training, in partnership with the Drill Hall Residents Association, to create community champions across multicultural neighbourhoods. The Eastern Domestic Violence Service will deliver Hair 3Rs training to help workers at salons, spas, 
and clinics recognise and respond to disclosures of family violence and refer people to specialist services. Leadership Education Advancement and Development for Asian Australians will run sessions and create short films to help young women have a safer experience in the city, acknowledging the increased racism experienced by Asian communities during COVID-19. We're also inviting businesses that operate after dark to sign up to a night safety charter and access resources and training to better equip staff and security to respond to sexual harassment through Project Night Justice. These projects are just some of the ways we're seeking to facilitate safe and equal participation in economic, social and civic life across the municipality, as outlined in our Women's Safety and Empowerment Action Plan. We're also offering free period products, upgrading sports facilities, empowering young leaders and pursuing greater equality in naming public places and events with a particular focus on Aboriginal, immigrant and refugee women. To find out more about each of these projects and how to get involved, visit magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au. Akanksha Manjanath. It's not a compliment. Every time someone recognises the power of sharing their story, we are all one step closer to addressing street harassment in our communities and beyond. Add your story to the map through Your Stories Matter. Zoe Evans, Hair 3R's Ambassador. The salon space offers an intimate community where we, as hairdressers, get to know each of our guests on a personal level. It's highly likely that a guest will divulge information to us, so we need to know how to approach conversations around family violence safely. Jeremy Lucas, Spice Market, Project Night Justice participant. People by nature want to feel safe and secure. Creating sustainable, memorable experiences in Melbourne nightlife is our goal, and this cannot happen if patron safety and equality are not front of mind. Wendy Lobwine, Ames. We're looking for people who want to make change in their community. The Prevention of Violence Against Women training will focus on what we can do as individuals, families and small communities to shift some of these negative attitudes and behaviours. Moving into Munro. How affordable housing changed the life of a local creative. More than 20,000 residents will live on the doorstep of the Queen Victoria Market by 2040. The Munro development is the exciting new addition at the Queen Victoria Market precinct. The site is currently home to the market's 500-space underground car park and will soon be joined by Melbourne's new flagship library and a lineup of hospitality businesses, building on the glorious offerings of the market but it's also home to 54 affordable housing dwellings. Affordable housing seeks to meet the housing needs of those in low and moderate income households. In December 2021, the Munro development welcomed residents from near and far, filling spots in 48 affordable apartments that are owned and operated by Housing Choices Australia.
In May 2022, we also handed over the keys to a further six apartments to the Transport Accident Commission for clients with additional needs. These affordable apartments have provided many with a safe and secure place to call home, in keeping with our affordable housing strategy for 2020-30. Local creative and art enthusiast Crisenti Saint-Pierre is one of many who was delighted to make the move into the Monroe building. Since moving to her new home, seconds from Flagstaff Gardens, and a stone's throw from the city and the clinic where she regularly donates plasma, Crisenti said she has experienced a significant improvement to the quality of her life. It's an affordable, safe and secure home, built with dignity in mind, far better than anywhere I've lived before, Crisenti said. As an active member of the local community and LGBTIQA plus groups, Crisenti also admires the warm and welcoming environment among the building and staff. The festivity of the QVM area breathes life, fun times and community, she said. Feeding into her love of literature and creativity, Crisenti is most looking forward to the Munro Library, set to open its doors in 2023. The Munro site is expected to deliver an estimated $70 million of economic and community benefit to the growing City North precinct. In the coming months, new hospitality venues, including Brick Lane Brewery, St Ali and the Queen, and sushi outlet Moonfish, will join the Munro development too, making it an even better place to live, shop, dine and dwell. Visit our website to stay up to date with what's next for the Munro site. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash Munro. The picture captions read, A cosy apartment at the Munro development. And Crisentier enjoys the community terrace. Did you know, for every $1 invested in affordable housing, the community benefits by $3 due to worker retention, educational benefits, enhanced human capital, health cost savings, and reduced family violence and crime. Green Living Tips How to manage your food and garden waste Around half of the waste produced by the average City of Melbourne household is made up of food and garden organics. That's why we're working hard to divert this nutrient-rich material from landfill, where it would produce harmful gases and contribute to climate change. Since we launched our Food and Garden Organics service in June 2021, we've collected 164,000 bin loads from 23,000 households, diverting 1,165 tonnes from landfill. All residential properties in the municipality of up to five storeys now have a food and garden organic collection. A pilot to explore collection options for taller buildings is underway. Cut out and keep this handy list in the print original so you know which items can and can't go in the new green-lidded bins. Yes, council-approved kitchen caddy liners, fruit and vegetable scraps, Bread, rice and pasta. Leftover food scraps. Spoiled or rotten food. Solid dairy products. Butter, cheese. Meat, fish and bones. Soft-shell seafood. 
prawns, shrimps, crayfish, lobsters, small crabs, loose coffee grounds and tea leaves, eggshells, garden, grass cuttings and weeds, cut flowers and leaves, straw and hay, wooden icy pole sticks, wooden chopsticks, toothpicks, skewers, human hair and animal hair, dryer lint. No. Biodegradable and compostable bags and packaging. Only use council-approved caddy liners. Recyclables and hard plastic. Soft plastics, bags, cling wrap, chip packets. Tea bags. Coffee pods, compostable cups and coffee cups, including items marked as biodegradable. Liquids, including cooking oil. Hard seafood shells, mussels, oysters, pippies and large crabs. String, twine, ties, rope and metal wire. Cotton wool balls and buds. Pet poo and litter. Vacuum dust. Fireplace ash. For more information, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash food garden waste. Did you know we are trialling the use of the processed organic compost on trees in Kensington with a view to using it more broadly across Melbourne? The picture caption reads, We're providing free kitchen caddies and council-approved compostable liners. New Food Relief Support We're funding Vinnies to provide meals for people in need and work experience for people experiencing homelessness. The pandemic saw local demand for food relief increase by almost 50%. This partnership is just one of the ways we're working to increase food security. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash food relief Business as usual in Southbank See Southbank Promenade transformed with new bluestone paving, street furniture, trees, accessibility features and lighting. Businesses in the area are open during the $3.8 million revitalisation, so drop by to support them when you're visiting the iconic arts precinct. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash city projects Say it with a sunflower. Pick up a free, hidden disability sunflower product, like a lanyard or wristband, to discreetly signify that you may need extra assistance or considerations as you spend time in the city. The products are available at our tourism hubs and Traveller's Aid. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash accessing Melbourne New Recreation Complex Demolition of Kensington's old recreation centre is complete, so we're getting to work on excavation, groundworks and piling for the new pool and sports halls. The complex will be renamed Kensington Community Aquatic and Recreation Centre to reflect all the great facilities it will offer. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash city projects Lady Huntingfield opens our new Lady Huntingfield Early Learning and Family Services Centre has officially opened in North Melbourne. 
It is a one-stop shop for parents of young children, providing early childhood education, maternal child and health services, immunization, family support, counselling, and parenting services under one roof. melbourne.vic.gov.au forward slash children Your Council The Right Honourable Lord Mayor Sally Cap Portfolio Lead City Transport Infrastructure and Operations and Aboriginal Melbourne Phone 9658 9658 Email lordmayor at melbourne.vic.gov.au Deputy Lord Mayor Nicholas Rees Portfolio Lead City Planning Phone 9658 9704 Email nichoas.reece@melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Dr Olivia Ball Portfolio Lead Health Wellbeing and Belonging Phone 9658-9086 Email oliviaball at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Rashina Campbell Portfolio Lead City Activation Phone 9658-9043 Email R-O-S-H-E-N-A dot C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Jason Chang, Portfolio Lead, Small Business, phone 9658-9038. Email J-A-S-O-N dot C-H-A-N-G at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Elizabeth Mary Doidge, Portfolio Lead, Sustainable Building, phone 9658-9636. Email elizabethmary dot d-o-i-d-g-e at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor David Griffiths, Portfolio Lead, Education and Innovation. Phone 9658-9056. Email davydd.grifiths at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Councillor Jamal Hakim, Portfolio Lead, Creative Melbourne. Phone 9658-8580. Email jamal dot h-a-k-i-m at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Philip Lilu Portfolio Lead Finance, Governance and Risk Phone 9658-9630 Email p-h-i-l-i-p dot l-e-l-i-u at melbourne.vic.gov.au Councillor Rohan Leppert Portfolio Lead, Environment and Heritage, phone 9658-9051. Email rohan.leppert at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Councillor Kevin Louie, Portfolio Lead, Business and Global Opportunities, phone 
kevin.loue@melbourne.vic.gov.au Postal address for all councillors City of Melbourne GPO box 1603 Melbourne Victoria 3001 Council meetings July Future Melbourne Committee Tuesday the 12th of July 5:30 p.m. Future Melbourne Committee Tuesday the 19th of July 6 p.m. South Yarra Council Tuesday the 26th of July 5:30 p.m. August Future Melbourne Committee Tuesday the 2nd of August 5:30 p.m. Future Melbourne Committee Tuesday the 16th of August 6 p.m. East Melbourne Council Tuesday the 30th of August 5:30 p.m. This year we're holding the second Future Melbourne Committee meeting of each month in community locations across the municipality to shine a light on the unique needs of each neighborhood and make it easier for people to engage with councillors and staff. To view all upcoming meeting dates and locations, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au/about-council. Why going wild makes us feel good. It's time to slow down and smell the river mint, according to park ranger Jim Zonyi. Ranger Jim roams Royal Park with a sketch pad and a case of jeweler's loops. Small magnifying glasses, on a mission to help us focus on our wild surrounds. When we go for a walk, we often focus on the destination, but when we do that, we're not observing nature in a deeper sense. Ranger Jim said, "Jim is one of six rangers in Royal Park. He's been running workshops with local kids for ten years, introducing them to flora and fauna, studying water bugs, watching birds." Since COVID, the focus of these sessions has naturally evolved. Teachers told us they had noticed anxiety was higher in kids as we came out of lockdown. Jim said, "Jim and the team devised new tools to help us put the world in perspective, offering techniques that participants can apply in their everyday life." Thousands of kids have come through the park's school, kindy, and junior rangers programs. perching on rocks to study leaves and pausing to breathe in nature jim and his comrades are now keen to extend the program to include adults royal park became a safe space for people of all ages and backgrounds during the pandemic jim said lots of people took up birding and green space was really important to people's mental well-being Discover four simple activities to help you tune in to nature in our extended version of this story at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au. To get back to nature, visit melbourne.vic.gov.au/parks. The picture caption reads: Ranger Jim at Royal Park. Contact. Go to melbourne.vic.gov.au/contactus or call zero three nine six five eight nine six five eight. National Relay Service, 
teletypewriter, TTY users, phone 133677, then ask for 03-9658-9658. Speak and listen users, phone 1300-555-727, then ask for 03-9658-9658. In person, Melbourne Town Hall, Administration Building, 120 Swanston Street, Melbourne. Business hours, Monday to Friday. Connect. Facebook.com forward slash City of Melbourne. Twitter.com forward slash City of Melbourne. Instagram.com forward slash City of Melbourne. LinkedIn.com forward slash Company forward slash City hyphen of hyphen Melbourne. Postal address City of Melbourne, GPO Box 1603, Melbourne, Victoria, 3000. Feedback. To provide feedback, contact the City of Melbourne or email melbournemag at melbourne.vic.gov.au. Online version. Read and subscribe to Melbourne Magazine online at magazine.melbourne.vic.gov.au. Audio version. To hear an audio version of Melbourne Magazine, visit the Melbourne Library Service on SoundCloud or contact Vision Australia on print access at visionaustralia.org or 02 3524. Interpreter Services We cater for people of all backgrounds. Please call 03 0726. Cantonese, 03-9280-0717. Indonesian, 03-9280-0719. Italian, 03-9280-0720. Mandarin, 03-9280-0721. Somali, 03 9280-0722 Spanish 03-9280-0723 Vietnamese 03-9280-0725 All other languages, including Arabic, Hindi and Korean 03-9280-0726 Disclaimer. Information and events in this publication are current at the time of printing. Subsequent changes may occur. City of Melbourne does not guarantee that this publication is without flaw or wholly appropriate for your purposes. It and its employees expressly disclaim any liability for any loss or damage, whether direct or consequential, suffered by any person as the result of or arising from Reliance on any information contained in the publication. Copyright. All applicable copyrights reserved for City of Melbourne, except for any uses permitted under the Copyright Act 1968, Commonwealth. No part of this publication may be reproduced in any manner or in any medium, whether electronic or otherwise, without the express permission of City of Melbourne. You have been listening to... 
Melbourne Magazine, July to December. Your City of Melbourne Magazine. This production has been made possible by the City of Melbourne in the interests of information accessibility. This audio version has been produced by Vision Australia. Website www.visionaustralia.org. Care has been taken in the recording of this publication, but Vision Australia does not accept responsibility for the results of specific action taken on the basis of this recording, nor for any error or omission. This recording is copyright. No unauthorized copying, broadcasting, or public performance is permitted. Your narrator was Jenny Seedsman. This concludes the recording.